listener. How the heck are you? I'm doing well. It's me, Matt. Uh, this is Matt F. Bosler's podcast. And uh, it's just me and you today. The thing about podcasts that they say is they say, be consistent. And uh, I've already not done that. But, you know, this is already later than an episode would normally come out. But I thought, well, I should get one out there now that my two potential co-hosts aren't here. And uh, we, we've been, well, you might know, you know, me and Dylan and, and Courtney, we, we, we do the band together. Uh, Dylan plays instruments. Courtney um, is sort of our, our sixth member, runs merch, helps us out with a, a bunch of stuff. And uh, so, you know, sometimes we're, we're using our evenings that we would have to podcast to, to do a band practice or play a show or, or something like that. So it gets hard to find time to record. But, you know, I, then I thought, well, hey, I could do it by myself. I could find time during the day or something and, and, and keep, dear listener, you, flush with content. And this is something I considered doing on the Patreon that I never talk about. Did you know we have a Patreon? Or I have a Patreon. The whole MFB empire has a Patreon. And I tell you what, I I don't 100% know what to do with it. I don't know what people want on a Patreon. And I'll be, I will conduct myself here as if perhaps I would on a Patreon. Because if you don't know this, we don't lie on the Patreon. We lie here all the time. On the main feed, lots of lies going around. We don't lie on the Patreon, where we do our um, record club and movie club, which have been slacking. My, my, my goal here is to uh, uh, catch up and, and do the right number of episodes. But if, as you can imagine, if I'm having trouble scheduling main feed stuff... I'm probably having trouble scheduling uh, freaking Patreon, but I considered maybe I could do these kind of things on the Patreon and just bear it all, you know, and and be very uh, open with you, dear listener, which typically I wouldn't do here. I'm lying here a lot, but I'll tell you, the thing about a Patreon, we don't have that many people on there. Uh, I think we're at 10, uh, which is, which by by the way, is bonkers that, that 10 people would sort of pay to, to support anything I'm, I'm doing. I think our shirts and, and records are worth buying. Uh, but 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 while you get content through the Patreon, I do think there's some sort of feeling of, of being like, I just want to support this thing further. So to have any amount of people say, I, I like the thing, I, I want you to be able to do it. It's cool. But it's it's hard to decide there, there's a there's a weird feeling of almost like I don't want if I put too much effort into this everyone will laugh at me because there's only 10 people there I hope that I don't know if that makes sense I don't know uh and I think that that's a foolish thing I don't think that's I'm, I'm saying that's a feeling I get I don't think that's necessarily anyone's really doing that I'm just saying that like with any creative endeavor, anything that you do new, it can be intimidating to put effort into it or tell people about it, uh, especially on a site where they can see how many people are interacting with it or taking part in it. 
And, uh, you know, so you're going to, well, and then you've got two other two other people that you're asking to, hey, guys, everybody listen to this record a bunch and then we'll we'll talk about it. And um, I don't know. I mean, look, hey, I, I'm I'm in my own head here. I understand that. But I guess if it did guilt you into going and signing up for the Patreon and then I could go, holy, holy cow, we're up to 15 people. Now we have to really get going on it. That'd be fine. Yeah, I would love for you to do that. But so maybe this is a taste of what a Patreon episode could be. Maybe I should redo this whole thing and say that this is a Patreon episode, put it up on Patreon, and then put and then put it out on the main feed, main feed and pretend that it's like, oh, I've released this from behind the paywall so you can all have a taste of what the what the Patreon's like and it's just me talking real, getting real, getting raw. People say that there's a movie called Raw that people say is one of the most fucked up movies of all time. Me and Courtney watched it uh, and did not feel that way. I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, let's see. Did I review it? Really been trying to keep my, um, what's it called? Uh, the the letterboxed, let, letter bo- letterboxed uh, up to date, uh, but, I, but, I, but I do a bad job. It's hard for me to remember. Letterboxd is like a site where you go in and you say, "This I saw this movie, and this is what I thought of it, and it keeps uh, track of it. Um, I wonder if I put Raw on there. Let me take a look. I'm searching now Raw. Originally titled Grave. Isn't that crazy? Uh, looks like I didn't. I'm going to rate it, I don't know, three and a half, I guess. I'm bad at rating. It, the, it keeps a log of like stuff, too, like when you watched things, right? I don't know when we watched that, so now it's going to be out of order. I don't like that. Well, anyway, Roz, these cannibalistic uh, sisters. It's in French, too, so if you want to feel kind of like a smarty, uh, if you don't speak, if you're not in France, if you're not French, uh, you could feel like a smarty because it's a different language. Um, Which, I don't know, maybe that's a very American thing. Maybe, I'm sure that it is. I bet people in France don't watch a movie in English and go, wow, I'm so smart. But when I watch a movie in French, I do think, look at me reading subtitles, uh, you know, being uh, worldly and, and, and cultured, uh, watching this movie where uh, Justine is forced to eat raw meat for the first time in her life. Unexpected consequences emerge. It's gross. There's gross stuff in it. It's just, I guess when you've watched a lot of gross movies, as me and Court and he do, it, it's it's hard to find something that'll really gross you out. I'd love to be recommended uh, gross movies. I'll tell you, too, a, th- a problem with horror people, right? You go, you type in, like, gross movie. Uh, and I feel like what you would call, like, horror movie people are really into a different, I don't know, man. They'll watch, like, just bad, incredibly low budget, which doesn't mean bad, but I think you you get what I mean here, uh, really awful movies, and it'll be like, oh, and then he, like, makes a knife out of poop and and, and cuts her head off. And I'm like, well, right, but it looks <laughs> like shit. So it's I don't know I think it's it's hard to sometimes find new uh, new gross new grosses new new types of gross and isn't that sad? But again, 
I, I'm just saying Raw didn't gross me out the way people set me up to think about it. They they were talking like, well, this is going to change your life. You, you won't be able to look at your arms anymore because you'll be grossed out because an arm gets eaten. And it, it wasn't like that. I just thought it was a good movie. Anyway, I think I'm talking about that because I said I was going to be Raw on here. And, and I think that will be true. This is just me being raw. This is like the part of Mark Marin's podcast, WTF, that you skip over to get to the interview. But there will be no interview today. It's just me and you, dear listener. So the podcast, the, the reason I've been, we've, we've been having uh, uh, some scheduling stuff is, uh, one, because I'm a, a weirdo and I don't want to ask Dylan and Courtney to... Uh, take up too much of their time with it even though i know like they're into it and they would they would love to they like doing it and and that it's how open and honest do i want to be not that open and honest they're my potential co-hosts uh let's leave that there but again we we've been playing a lot of shows lately we've been doing a lot of stuff with the band if you don't know, it's very possible someone could listen to this podcast and have no idea that uh, I, I'm a bit of a musician, something of a musician, uh, but we play music under my name, Matt F. Bosler, uh, and middle-class fashion. Same group of musicians shuffled around. I play drums in middle-class fashion, um, and, I, and I sing and I play guitar in Matt F. Bosler. And Dylan, who you know, Plays bass in middle class fashion, drums in Matt F. Bosler. Anyway, we've just been doing a lot. We we've been having shows at our very own loft. Uh, I just screen print as well. I don't know if I've ever talked about that necessarily. We've we've been getting busy there. But anyway, we just played some shows over the weekend. Um, it was great. It was so fun. Uh, love going out on the road. Uh, we played, uh, where were we? Springfield, Missouri, and Wichita. Springfield, Missouri, we haven't been to before. Uh, maybe surprising. Surprising to me. We go west sometimes. We haven't been to uh, Springfield, Missouri with this band. I, I'd been out there a couple times in, in other bands, but uh, played at Lindbergh's, and we got food. At Lindbergh's, tried to go to Purple Burrito, Purple Burrito's California style. They put pineapple in it. I'll be honest, I don't know what makes it California style. Maybe it's the pineapple. Maybe it's, I think there's French fries in there too. You know, bringing it back to France, right? So if you want to feel classy, you can put French fries in a burrito. I don't, but again, I don't, I don't know if that's what makes it California style. I remember having them told, dear Lindsay, uh, bass player in, in MFB said, Lindsay, well, I didn't, that's not what I, it didn't say, Lindsay, I think you'd love these burritos. I just said, I said to everyone, we ate at this place that had these burritos a, a long time ago. And then Lindsay said, that's right up my alley. And and I said, it's up, if it's up your alley, how come you've, you haven't been there? Like, like the alley next to your house or something, you know what I mean? Like saying, if that's an alley that you go, uh, but of course she meant, uh, flavor, alley and profile alley of alley of what she would like you know to to eat and 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 so we gotta go there well we tried to go there we were we were too late and so we did eat at Lindbergh's and I tell you what the food there good 
also, uh, we got a lot of fried stuff, and I did throw up after the show, and and uh, not because of the 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 uh, quality of the food, but just because I ate a bunch of heavy things and I went I went flailing around. I, we flail, I flail at the shows. I'm I'm all over the place. I was in a couple trash cans. I got in two trash cans at that show, and I think I think that's the most trash cans I've ever been in in one performance. It's it's and it's incredible to um go from a life of I've never sang inside of a trash can to now I have I have there's a show the number to beat is 2. I guess we, I am in a dumpster in the read me my rights video, but that doesn't feel the same. This was a live performance where I climbed in two trash cans. Uh, anyway, so flailing around really got to just wiggling. And um, after the show, I, I said, this this heavy food is really sloshing. And I did throw up a little. And um, I'm really bad at, at throwing up. I don't know uh, if that makes a ton of sense. Uh, for me, throwing up is difficult. I'll get, I'll, I'll get sick, you know, flu, food poisoning or something. And I'll, I'll recognize... I got a barf, man. I got a hurl, up chuck, spew, but I just can't make it happen. I'll go in and try. I get these headaches too. I'm a, a, a migraine guy, you know. Get that you feel it coming on. You go, who boy? Now, luckily, I've I've over time learned uh, the early warning signs, and I can usually stop them from going full blown, um, which is which is nice. I know. I know. A lot of people that suffer from from migraines don't have that. Uh, They feel it coming on. There's nothing they can do to stop it. I I can usually uh, make it not happen. But if but if I don't uh, do that, I I will eventually. I'll I'll throw up. And then that and sometimes that does make the headache better. But it's a weird thing of like, oh, I need to throw up to feel better. But you have to like, you know, push. You have to like strain, and then that makes my head hurt real bad. And it's just an awful, awful uh, scenario of uh, my head and my my guts. Um, not not ha- being happy. Um, so that was cool. Maybe one of the first shows I've I've thrown up after, in a long time. Anyway, uh, you guys know I don't poison my body with that stuff, so I'm never I'm never throwing up like that. Um, Something I was gonna say, I you know, I realized that as a podcast host, I probably say there was something I was gonna say. I can't remember m- more than I should. Um, perhaps I need a little notepad. Perhaps I need to 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 type something. Type. I could just type, you know, uh, uh, bumblebee, and then and then as I move on from that, I'll remember. Oh, I wanted to go back. And and say was there a type of tuna called called bumblebee, um, and now I actually do want to know that. And there there is and there is a tuna made by a, a company called Bumblebee, and isn't that strange? Um, there's something about puking I was gonna say, or maybe it was headaches, or gosh, you know, it's just so much to talk about. And I was gonna say so little time, but that's not true. This could be as long as. I want it to be, dear listener. We could talk forever. Somebody did say, I, I, I call everyone dear listener 
at the shows now too, and and you as as a super fan of the pod would know that we started calling people dear listener because we read something about doing a good podcast that said we should address the uh, the listeners as a singular entity. Um, then we started saying it at shows, and then somebody said, "Hey." Uh, cool Brad Neely reference. And if you're not familiar with Brad Neely, uh, I don't know what he'd be most famous for. He, he created that uh, Adult adult Swim show, China, Illinois. Um, so I feel like that would probably be the, his most well-known thing. But uh, that was on Adult Swim, right? Yes. Uh, but he, he had... Uh, Baby Cakes cartoons he made and Professor Brothers all, um, fla- I believe, I think Flash cartoons, just little, you know, on- little um, online cartoon things. And then he did um, the, uh, what was it called? What was it called? Oh, everybody's saying it right now. Everybody's over there saying everybody's out there going, oh man, come on, you're not, you're not saying what it is, but we know what it is and we're all saying it. Wizard people, dear reader. And I, I, now I'll tell you, I have not uh, watched that. You, you, you listen to it along with Harry Potter. And, and from what I understand, it's very funny. I have no love or interest in Harry Potter, um, which is, is kind of why I didn't get into it. But then everyone's like, it's funny, you stupid idiot. So I should watch it. Uh, wow, 2004. But anyway, yeah, it replaces the film's audio track. And uh, I guess he calls him Dear Reader. I mean, it's in the title. But it was interesting to me that uh, anyone would think that Dear Listener was a reference to Brad Neely. And then also interesting, there's a world where someone comes up to me and says, hey, cool Brad Neely reference. And I go, who the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, but they, they seemed very uh, certain that, that that's what I was referencing. And um, I guess I'm fine with that. I like Brad Neely. So I guess if someone were to think that was a reference to that, that's A-OK by me. Uh, but it isn't. And um, sorry. I'm sorry that that ain't what it is. Anyway, so that uh, Lindbergh's was great. We go. We get a hotel that night. We ball out, okay? We ball out. Sometimes we get hotels. All six of us in one room. Uh, the through we get uh, ASCAP gives you a little discount on, um, what is it? Courtesy, courtesy, quality, courtesy, courtesy hotels. Is that what it is? Um, maybe. No, maybe. No, no. I don't know what they are. I have a little app for them, and they send me emails a lot now. But uh, they're nice, and you get breakfast. And, um, you know, I like breakfast. Look, I think the reason I'm talking about this so much is because I do feel like there's some sort of, in, in the world of indie bands, there's like cred to being as uncomfortable as possible, you know, and that you're like hanging on to every dime. Um, and I 
disagree. I think uh, I think that it's very hard to to play music in such a way and and to drive around and do this and uh, being un- uncomfortable. I think is a very very uh, 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 quick path to getting burnt out faster. Uh, it's a quick path to, f- to faster. And, um, you know, you've, you've got these other people who have to do it with you. Um, there's six of us total. And you want them to be happy as well and comfortable. And so we get hotels, okay? I'm not even embarrassed about it. Now, listen, the thing is, too, we're not even getting shitty hotels anymore. Uh, we're getting middle-of-the-road hotels. And here's why, because they have suites that you can get six people in. Uh, um, they have the, the pull-out couch. They got the two beds. You can bring an air mattress, whatever. And it ends up being... So So uh, we used to have to get two rooms at a very awful hotel, motel, whatever. And now we have realized that between uh, the breakfast and not getting two rooms, that the one room ends up being quite a bit cheaper it's like 140 for the night i I don't know this is is this interesting at all Uh, could be um and usually we play our cards right we're getting we're getting paid enough to make that work uh i tried to make i make it where nobody's paying for food when we're out we're a sandwich band now i'll tell you that you know you get you get these people going out and we hey we were doing it too you're eating at gas stations, you're eating out all the time, and I start adding this up, and I go, this is in- insane. We're, you know, we're, we're spending a, a, a big old load of money on just eating, eating t- uh pack of fudge rounds. You know, Oliver Anthony... Taxes ain't paying for ours. We're going to a gas station paying $17 for two fudge rounds or something. So we, we started taking the band money. We make up a cooler of sandwiches, and that's we eat that a lot. And then, uh, like I said, the if we do stay at a hotel, it's always... It's not... Is it choice? Did I say choice earlier? Choice sounds right now. Choice hotels. That's the one. Is that the one where you get the discount? Um, it is. It is. wonder what I said before. Hmm. I'll never know. Choice hotels you get a discount through ASCAP. It's not that much, but it's it adds up. And that, you know, that's the thing I like to say. I like to go, it adds up. Anyway, so we you know, we make the sandwiches, we get the the hotel breakfast, you got to factor that in. Um and uh and yeah, I I think I think a good thing for for bands, especially if you you're you want to keep going is that nobody's look, we ain't making any money. You know what I mean? Uh, not like we're coming home counting up our our tons of money, and and the, any money that we do make just goes into whatever pile that we use to do banned things that we do. Um, so I I feel like if nobody really spends any money, they we we all feel better when we come back. Because you 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 look when you go on a road trip, you think, hey, I'm not spending much money. You come back, you look at those. Oh man. Two taquitos every every hundred fifty miles. Well, that starts to be something. So, hotel breakfast. 
We go down there. We're we're getting ready to go down there, and we have a long discussion about can can you do you have to wear shoes at the hotel breakfast? And uh, we we never came to a consensus on what the rule is, but we did decide we ain't doing it, man. We're just not doing it, you know. And if they want to kick me out, they can, and uh, they may have because all of the. Uh, uh, People uh, setting up the breakfast, all the hotel staff were not having a good day. Uh, people would would get eggs, you know, the like uh, the weird sort of like I don't know uh, water watery eggs, and you lift up the lid and whatever. And people, I it looked it was empty, and it looked like people were just kind of like opening it, seeing it was empty, and leaving it. And this lady would keep going. Could you close the lid, please? Could you close the lid? And you'd be like, okay, well, sorry. And close the lid, right? So well, get this. Uh, they come, they fill the egg, egg holder up. So Courtney walks up to get eggs. And the lady, as she's walking away, turns around and goes, could you wait until I'm done? Uh, and then she had a second batch of, of eggs to slop in there. Uh, and just a weird vibe. And hey, I get it. Things, I'm, sh- I'm sure they deal with a lot of aggravating people. But at this particular breakfast, at this particular time we were down there, everyone seemed cool. Maybe it was because we didn't have shoes. Um, maybe they were sick of that. So I sit down. And uh, we've been blaming the lady because she continued to yell at people. truthfully, I can't say if that's true. If I was being truthful about the truth, I I don't know. But man, I wanged my foot good. I I slid my foot forward and the little crossbar, little little X, you know, that's that's the bottom of the tail. There's one leg in the center, center leg, and then it comes out into a cross, a little X at the bottom. Uh... And it was it was f- from the carpet to the bottom of it was perfect toenail height, and I just boy oh boy did I get that thing, and I'm going whoa whoa whoa, this hurts, um, and so you know put a pin in that not my toe, uh, but just the remember that it occurred okay, uh, <laughs> lady also <laughs> she goes. Uh, Dylan, I think, told me about this. She says to someone, she goes, uh, how are you? And the guy didn't notice she was talking to him. And then she goes, sir, how are you? And then he turns and he's like, oh, uh, fine. And that, you know, that was it. I don't know. Like I said, I, you know, I don't know what kind of day they were having before that breakfast, but uh, they were seemed to be having an equally bad time as me and my toe and my nail, and I was scared to look at it. And um, and then I and late much much later I did look at it, and I could I could push on the nail, and juice would would spill from my toe, clear juice. It didn't seem great. So we drive on to Wichita, playing Kirby's that night. Been there before. Kirby's Beer Store, wonderful little place. We we drive on, uh, laughing, having a great time. Love being in that van. 
You know, me and the crew just having a great time. Uh, anything happen at Curbs? Anything happen at Curbs? Trying to think. Hey, I'm just trying to do this off the dome, you know. Just trying to like let you into my world, um, because we're I'm open and honest for once in my freaking life on on the main feed, um, where I typically lie a lot, and then I'm honest on the on the page. Um, we went to a thrift store. We went to a, a cemetery. Is that fucked up? Does that get you thinking like, this guy's crazy. This guy's like fucked. We did. We we, we did. We went to a cemetery and we, we looked around. I think we're respectful. But I'll tell you this. There's another thing about me. I do always feel like I'm going to get in trouble. Now, you can go to a cemetery. That's allowed. I know that. But we went and we parked kind of off to the side and we're looking around. And a car pulled up behind us that had like something on the side, like like a a signage, signage on the side. And I couldn't see what it was. And I was like, they're going to ask us to leave. They're going to be like, what are you doing here? Um, but that wasn't what they were doing. They saw that we had a trailer and thought that maybe we were moving and they cleaned uh, houses uh, when you move. So... It was fine, but I do. I always have a, a, a feeling. And, and look, I'm 72 years old, but I still have that feeling of, oh, the authority is going to come and um, lay down the law. Tell me what I'm. What I'm. I can't be doing what I'm doing. And I don't know if that'll ever go away. There was a K-pop and anime store that we didn't get to go to, and maybe that's good. I think that will encourage us to book another show in Wichita uh, because I want to know what that is. I want to know what a... K-pop, I do... It definitely came first. I, I, I feel like a manga anime store might make... I, I just... A whole store for K-pop seems like... I just... I could see someone going like, oh, I'm going to go get my anime collectibles at the store. I'm going to go see what they got in there. K-pop feels more like you would definitely just get it all online, although not really versed in that world. I wouldn't say super versed in anime, not going to lie, not going to say I've never watched anime. I would normally, normally I'm the main feed, I would act like I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I, ain't, ain't mine is what I would, I'd say something like that. Uh, I'm, I'm Right now, I'm watching Vinland Saga. And isn't that crazy? An anime about Norse, stuff is it good i don't know i keep watching it so sure i guess it's good um but i, I definitely want to check out the uh the manga store next time and uh kirby's was cool Kirby, it's the first time we played outside. There's like an out outdoor stage, indoor stage. They just uh, they opened up a pinball section. Uh, Dylan is uh, not my friend, but is a pinball head now. He's a he's a baller, as <laughs> a flipper, flipper head or something. Um, so that he he had fun in there. He he went in there, you know, pin pinball in his life away. Now at this show, I decided at some point. I, how do you explain? Okay, you guys ever walk around? Okay, it's where you cross. You ever cross your legs, but your feet are on top. You cross your legs in a way where your feet end up on top. 
And then you go walking around on your knees and it looks weird. And I did that while we were playing. And uh, man, really, really scraped up one of my knees. I don't know what the heck happened. I mean, I guess it's just sort of a, a burnt, like a friction wound, rug burn type situation. It wasn't on a rug, but you understand. And I didn't know it happened. Adrenaline's freaking pumping. And I got up on some bar, out, outdoor bar, uh, and I was crawling around on that. And that's when I noticed that, oh, my knee is slipping uh, because of the blood. Um, and these women ran away. Not because of the blood. I think just because a man in tiny gold shorts was crawling around on the bar in front of him. And I don't think they came back. Um, <laughs> somebody did tell me that they heard them say, this was not what I expected. High praise, I say. Um, after the show, Courtney did get a bottle of some sort of cleaner from the, the bartender inside. And we did clean my blood off of the... Uh, countertop bar bar top so i think that was good and uh stayed with uh old matt jansen daikini who by the way didn't play they were supposed to play and then they uh didn't you know and they um had their excuses let's let, let's leave it at that you know you know what i mean you know what i mean they had their excuses and it's like okay well okay show actually must go on uh, which it did, but not their part of it. Stayed there. W wonderful fam. Uh, so sweet to us. Made us oatmeal. Bandaged up my knee, uh, which I think was was mainly for me to help my, my knee, but also because I did sleep in one of their uh, beds, and I think that they didn't want uh, blood all over it. And boy, for a, a scraped knee like that, Really juicy, really bloody. And my, of course, my toe, I checked my toe out. That thing's still juicing out. So a lot of injuries on this trip. Um, wake up the next day, eat that oatmeal. Matt, Matt Jansen made us all oatmeal. Big old pot, you know, we're all around it, family style. Um, it was a dream. Brad slept outside. Can you believe that? So on the way back, we had time. We had a lot of time. We left. We left pretty early. Got on the road, and uh, that's kind of rare, I think, for us not to get up early and get on the road. But that our next destination, there's no time we had to be back home or anything. So we're just taking our time. We're stopping. Nobody's holding in piss. You know, if you feel a tingle of piss, it's like, let's stop. Let's check it out. You know, see what's here. So. Uh, I forget how it comes up, but we start talking about going to the cheese store. And if you don't know what the cheese store is, it's just a roadside a a little touristy place that has a bunch of cheeses. Um, Courtney's a freaking cheese head. Okay. You, you tell Courtney, uh, you say, uh, uh, you know, those memes where it's like hot dog, hamburger, French fries, whatever, and it's like pick two or whatever. Well, if it was oxygen water and cheese, I I don't know what she's choosing two, but I know one of them's cheese. You know, 
like that. So you want something to wash that cheese down? Too bad. She chose air and, and cheese. I, th I think she'd probably pick that because she'd get to eat cheese a little longer. I think you'd live longer without water than without oxygen, but I'm not going to do the math right now. And we tried. We've tried to uh, go before. Me, me, and me and old Cedar been on road trips, and we actually we stopped once, and it was closed, or we it was a day that it wasn't open, or something. So we've tried to go a couple times, and we said, you know what? Let's do it. Everybody's on board. Everybody's excited. And now, you're you might be thinking, what's the big freaking deal? You can buy cheese at Aldi. You can buy cheese at Walmart. You can buy cheese at Whole Foods. And that's true. But the thing about the cheese store is they have samples of, I believe, every cheese. Or at least a lot of them. They got samples on samples. <laughs> uh, and, and you can just, you get a little toothpick. You go, poke. Oh, wow, that one's good. And I think you go in sort of, you know, you plan it out. You go... Well, the, these are some cheeses I might buy. So I'm going to try them. Maybe even, you know what, throw in like a cheddar for a baseline. How good is their cheese? Okay, I've tried cheddar, maybe a mozzarella, one of those. And then you go like, well, let's smoke a Gouda. I love a Gouda. How's their Gouda? Try that. You, then they got one that, that we actually ended up buying was the, uh, uh, they had a Morel cheese. Courtney's a big mushroom head. She's a, she's a fun, fun, fun guy, you know? Maybe you try that. Maybe you try another one that seems a little crazy, but, but you are interested in. And then I think you add in a couple that just sound nuts. Cinnamon pickle garlic, you know, or something. Or like, what? This has Jolly Ranchers in it. And, and you try a couple of those just to be like, I'm never going to buy this one, but this is insane. So you end up trying, I don't know, let's say six to ten cheeses. Now, there's no rule that you can't do more. But I, to me, it's a little bit like you go into the ice cream place and they're, they're, they'll let you try a couple. And, and you don't just try them all. Even if they don't have a sign, it's just the there's a social contract. We know how this works. But we walk in, and there's two other people in there. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that they're, I'm not, what I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to denigrate someone's physical, visual, visual appear, visual, not really physical. I guess it's physical. Um, they looked grody. Okay. I'll just say it. They looked a little bit unwashed and they looked a little bit like they didn't plan on being washed anytime soon. Uh, there were some pajama pants pants there's some pajama pants on now look i don't have a problem with pajama pants but 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 there's a type of person that that you see that you go they had to run to the store and they're not going to gussy themselves up to go to the store they're just running to the store real quick and then there's people that 
you can tell have been wearing these same pajama pants for a long time um, and will continue to wear them and wear them everywhere. Uh, and look, hey, people end up in situations of all types. Uh, you know, me here with my privilege of owning several pairs of pants, maybe I'm out of pocket here, but uh, I don't want to be in their pocket of their pajama pants I, because I do think it would be nasty in there. And uh, and again, and look, I mean, I think the I think these people are choosing to be pajama pants people, and I say this because they were at the samples. Now the samples are in these sort of plastic, uh, little circular containers. Each each different cheese is in its own individual one with a lid, and they're just popping these lids off dunking their fingers in, grabbing a cube, putting it in their mouth as if the only way it'll stay in there is if they use their fingers to get it as far back as they can, eating that, and then moving on to the next one like as they're chewing the one that's in their mouth, doing it again. Now their fingers coated in spit going into a new cheese, grabbing that one, popping that in their mouth, uh, uh, just oh, fingers just shoving it to the back. It's vile. It's horrible. And, and the speed at which they're going, they must have had three to four cheeses in their mouth while they're trying and they're handing them back and forth. You know, and, 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 I, I'm watching this. Jen says she never even noticed that they were doing it, so I, you know, saved her life. Uh, and I, I tell Courtney, I say, "Don't eat, don't take any samples, don't eat any samples, don't eat any samples." And uh, uh, eventually, the the woman, very meek uh, woman, uh, seemed nice. I guess she comes up and she's like, to the people, she says, "You guys, you find everything okay?" And they're like, the, the woman, there's a man and a woman. The, the woman goes, yeah, we're almost through the whole line. Uh, we like the, then she's like, we think this one was the best. It's so creamy. I thought they would have at least felt like, oh, we got kind of caught. We should chill. But they just kept <laughs> spit fingers and all the, all the cups and going through it. And then I thought the woman might say, you know, hey, it's not, you take couples or use the toothpicks there were toothpicks like use the toothpicks or maybe don't eat all the cheese but instead she walks away and then and then and then and then after those people leave says to us did you want to try any samples no no absolutely not no thank you uh and maybe they were plants maybe they send those people in right before people come because then we felt kind of guilted into buying cheese, you know, which um, which is good because uh, cheese is good. But those people left. They came back in because they had to go find a dollar seventy or something to buy a, a pickle shot. They bought a little tiny bottle of uh, a shot, you know, Um and then they left in separate cars, which was interesting. I don't, they met at the cheese store for lunch. 
I actually said to Courtney before we went in, I said, do you think everybody, any, any, anyone ever just comes here for lunch, eats a bunch of samples? That'd be crazy, right? And then we saw it happen right in front of our very own eyes. We did get the uh, 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 morel cheese. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's real morel mushrooms. How would I know? Tastes like mushrooms, though. It is good. And uh, that's it. Drove drove home. Had a great had a great weekend. Just a little weekend run. Um, when I got home, I uh, was going up the stairs and I did a little trip and I hit my toe again. And when and when I looked at it, the nail now was was hinged at the bottom. I can lift lift my nail up like the uh, what's the the commercial toenail lift commercial commercial lam tramacil or something um ugh, ugh, something like that little toe goblin lifts up the toe i think it something happens to maybe squidward or sponge spongebob gets the splinter is it is it squidward anyway so my toenails fallen off and it's and i'm all banged up I'm just a banged up time bang, bang banged up time had a great time got a banged up time uh, and you know, is this content? Is this something I do on the main feed when we don't have a guest or something, or uh, aren't able to get together with Du Bois? I don't know. Maybe, like I said, they say it's it, in podcast world. They're like, oh, you got to be consistent. It's important to be consistent, uh, even more than it is to be good. And we we have trouble being good, so maybe we could be more consistent. I don't know. Uh, bye.